Hello, wrestling fans. Clint Charisma. Hey, that's me. And today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Clint Charisma. Once again, we are right along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review. Quentin, how you doing, my friend? I'm uh, hanging there. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I, I, I'm doing good. I finally not bruised up and looking like a leper. Uh, it will dive back <laughs> and work out. So I'm, uh, I'm feeling good. I meant leopard, but whichever. Well, let me know what you mean. <laughs> I'm still trying to recover from this past weekend. What was this past weekend? I went to Evansville. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you get to see the Coliseum? I didn't have, to, I didn't have time. I drove by. Our hotel was right down from it. Drove by it two times, but we were so behind on schedule both days, I didn't get to stop and look or anything. I but, yeah, our hotel was like four, five blocks down from it. It's right down there. Right, did you at least get a get a good cool look at the outside or yeah yeah because it's a really yeah. cool looking building on the outside as well the inside yeah. is gorgeous though. yeah i'll go by it and look around it and well, uh, let me rephrase the inside at one time you could tell was gorgeous. yeah it's, it's been through some things but well it's 100 years old ain't it? i believe so yeah i mean it's oh there's a cool building right across the street from it i don't know what that was but that was a really cool looking building yeah, and I don't know what it is either. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, that's really cool. I gotta give uh Amazon City's uh, I don't know, but what part we're saying, but the architecture is really that I don't know, it's just really for a city that size, you wouldn't think that that a lot of the old architecture is really it's really cool. And, There's some uh, city Cincinnati's actually a city like that too, where like they kept a lot of the old buildings. Yeah. yeah. And I, I um, like that. When it's when it's well kept up. That looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we stayed at the Hyatt downtown. It was right smack downtown. Like I and, said last week, you can't hide money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, use those new, Hey, anybody that I highly recommend uh, joining AAA because you get discounts with that stuff. Uh, but uh, the buildings beside us and everything, these houses, man, just architect, just, uh, Really, kind of New Orleans look look, look to some of the buildings, uh, to the houses. They just our church is really, yeah, they even, they they've kept a lot of the old look, which nowadays is, is kind of shocking. I was, I was shocked about it. Um, now, talking about the, the baseball stadium, you know, I love baseball. I'm a big baseball history buff. I'm sorry, that place is a dump. <laughs> wow. Okay. Shots fired. Yes. I'm sorry. You can you can update and renovate and still keep it historic. Look at Wrigley Field, man. They haven't did nothing. That that place is a dump. You get there, they have one ticket window open. One. That's for walk up and will call. After you stand in line forever, then you have to get out of line and go over and get another line to go in. After you don't got your ticket at the booth, and they have one person taking tickets. The one little gate. Poor. How popular is baseball there? It, what they, I said they maybe had a thousand Saturday, maybe. And then what you got everybody coming up? Like I said, will call and walk up has to use the same line. Yeah. So it's no, it's in most places you have a will call window and a then a walk up window, right? So everybody wants to get, but now you had one window for both. So everybody had to get in line. If you know, so if you had. You know, so everybody had to get in the line, and it was, and then you had to get a line, go walk over, get in another line to go through the gate. It didn't make no sense. It's like make another ticket booth there. Yeah, it's not hard. And 
they're really pushing the line for ADA, ADA laws. The handicap section was probably for the whole place. It was just a little section, um, maybe 20 foot wide for the whole stadium. And it wasn't deep because the people were in chairs. They're some like the big, big, big chairs, like the big um, uh, motorized ones. Like their back end is almost hanging out into the walkway. Oh, wow. It's like, and, I mean, there's, and it's not the ramps are, it's the old where the concourse is down below and everything. And then you go up to the seats. And those ramps are just, it's like, I don't know, they haven't updated anything. And it's just like the same layout. I, and the chair, the seats for general mission look like the, they look like the original seats. They're wood. Oh, wow. Wooden, yeah, wood and metal, not metal and plastic. Are they, are yeah. they tiny like a Bridgestone Arena? Well, they're tinier, dude. Dude, I, I always said, you know, that old phrase, an ass every 18 inches. Bridgestone Arena built that place with that in mind. Yeah, these were like, like, like the original seats from the like the 20s. So, you know, everybody was small back then. Yeah, they're, it just it, – it just, So has there been baseball in Evansville for a long time? Yeah, that's the same the third oldest one in, in America. Oh, wow, okay. Except, actually – if it's not third, it's four, because there's, there's actually a field up in Kentucky. Um, oh, crap. It's around the town Porter used to run. What town? Uh, uh, in between Madisonville and Central City. There's a little town that actually has a field that the Pittsburgh Pirates had spring training there one time, back like in the 20s or something. I might have been earlier than that. Uh, but it's not a, a, a regular full-time, you know, but I think it's like the third oldest consistently used stadium in America, right. behind Wrigley and Fenway. Because like I said, they did the um, uh, League of Their Own. They filmed it there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're telling me that. Did they yeah. have any any cool like I don't know like a movie history thing there about? No, it? like no no mention of hey this hit movie was filmed here. They never talked about it. I didn't really see nothing. Uh, Dana said there was a poster of it in the women's bathroom. Um, the few posters I've seen, because they didn't, they really didn't have a concourse. It was basically you come in, you're outside, you walk up the ramps, and then you're on the little uh, walkway. It separates General Mission and, you know, um, the upgrade seating. And on those ramps, you have a bathroom on one side of the ramp, concession on the other side of the ramp. So there's no really, a con there really was not a concourse. So they really had nothing to hang up anywhere. Um, they did have their... The, little, the girls that do the the games and stuff during in between innings, they wear the old the um, uniforms like the uh, the women did in the in the movie, the ball yeah. baseball players. But no, it, it there wasn't. I mean, I guess because like I said, there's no place to hang up anything or anything because there's it's just so it's so outdated, you know. But uh, they just that's, they, that's they need they need upgrade. upgraded bad. Well, and it's so funny too because when we were at Great American Ballpark they had stuff in one of the merchandise things of a league of their own. And I'm like, so the place where it was filmed has nothing. They had a little gift shop. I didn't go in there. Dana went in there. They might have something in there. But the gift shop was tiny. So, I mean, they might have. I don't know. I didn't go in there and look. So, but no, it, 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 it you'd think there'd be more stuff about it, but there really wasn't. I'll tell you what I'd have in every gift shop. I would have a faux autographed baseball. That says, avoid the clap, Jimmy Duggan. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Every one of them. Yeah, I forgot to ask my buddy. I forgot to ask him. 
they still had the the water fountain that Tom Hanks pissed in. I forgot to ask him. It was still in the dugout. <laughs> I'm sure they took them out now. We're gonna drink but, in out of it. No, I was just wondering if they if they still had because nothing else was updated in the stadium. <laughs> That's how I figured they probably. I should ask him. They still had the water fountain. <laughs> they were right that right on. I mean, I've never seen that get so close. Uh, usually, they're right behind the first base and third base. Yeah, and they go. And then they come from that and they come in. They start from like, I mean, 10 foot from home plate on this side, 10 foot from home plate, home plate on this side, and then they go out. It's crazy. Boy, I guess cause it's old, old, but they haven't did updated. They put up a new, like a scoreboard, uh, but just. Uh, oh, oh, so they don't have guys coming out and hanging up numbers? No, they don't have electronic scoreboard. I was shocked. <laughs> but for real, though, how awesome would it be if you went there and they had the guy run out? And... Well, that actually would be pretty cool. Yeah, I was about to say. See, it's not it's not all bad. <laughs> but just I, I I just thought the amenities would be updated. I, you know, leave the field like it is, but update the stuff inside, you know? Yeah. But it. But I guess. Did they have updated white... uniforms? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I actually, want them all, cool. I want them all just be fat old guys who look like Babe Ruth. <laughs> um. Well, nowadays Babe Ruth's not fat today's standards. For baseball, he is. He's not built like an athlete. Look at uh, was it the first baseman for um, who is it? Uh, Milwaukee, and then what's the first the first baseman for the Marlins? They showed they showed a thing earlier this year. Two two of his teammates got in his pants. Were in really? his pants. Yeah. But anyway, oh, uh, I, I I guess the way it's built. They can't update. They could build out. That's what they need to do and update it. Put in, you know, better. I guess it's just, you know, build another little ticket booth at least, you know. Yeah. For will call and it, it just, you know, it's like they don't, they don't want to mess up the. But still, I mean, That's you got to. The, the, the Sounds new stadium is amazing. I never so, been. I uh, when I when I did that deal, getting my head smashed in by the mascot. Uh, I went and I was like, "This, this is what? What do they consider? Do they consider minor league or minor league's triple A?" Yeah. So I'm like, "This is a minor league team. Like, it's nice, man." New, all the new minor triple A minor league fields are really, really nice. Even actually, the Bowling Green Hot Rods field up here, they're single A. There, it's nice. But yeah. The place is old. It's just old. I guess they don't want to take away the, the historic look of it, but you got to make it. There's got to be some, they got to do something because it, it it was it was horrible one of the worst experiences I've had at a at a um, at a baseball stadium so but um, they're, they're holding on tra- to tradition they're just they're just white knuckle holding on tra- to tradition and hey that's what we do on this podcast though. you think about yeah. it most likely the match we're about to watch is going to have a single light above the ring and half the crowd's going to be smoking indoors oh good gosh they were smoking indoors until. What five years ago, some places? <laughs> I wrestled in Alabama eight years ago, and they're still smoking inside. Well, I, I was going to die. Did you ever work Shelbyville when it was smoking inside? Not that I know of. Oh my! Try summertime, 150, 200 people in there smoking. This was Alvin Wallace's in, uh, <laughs> yeah, in, 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 in Alabama. The the ring. On one side is held up with two cinder blocks under the post. They've got like three full size posts and like a shorty ring post, a cinder <laughs> block under it. Drew Haskins and I are walking to the ring. Drew got us the booking. 
and I'm cussing them the entire way. And then, <laughs> then I try to breathe, and it is summertime. It's hot. Yes. And I, I try to breathe, and yeah, smoke. Our pipes smelled like smoke because there's no ventilation. Yeah. Tell you, I think the most I've ever been blown up was probably. I think I know this story. I told it before. Oh, I told Gilbert? Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. I ain't going to tell it, man. I ain't going to tell it. But you know, here, well, I, I can tell you that I think I can tell you the the overall of it. Uh, Bert's running a tent in the summer <laughs> in a parking lot and allowing people to smoke in it. Yes. You, I believe, already wrestled once. Okay, I'll tell the story. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Yeah, do it. Pull it out of me. Okay, it was it was end of Mayish, so oh, it's it was early summer. Early summer. Um, he's running the stockyard in Nashville, which, which is a nice is restaurant, a very nice restaurant. It's a world famous stockyard bullpen lounge. So Nobody he's got a on deal. the card could afford to eat there. No, but in the, the parking lot, they had the stockyard had a big event tent they used. So uh, Bert, I got the deal somehow with, to run there. He's running during the week. Then on Saturdays, he'd usually run Lebanon. But this was like during the week. And I want to say maybe a Wednesday. Yeah, because I called in. I was supposed to work. I, yeah, because it was a Wednesday. Because I used to work on Wednesdays at my job at the time. And I called in that night because I had a booking. <laughs> and uh, uh, so it's this big tent. And it's got, it's got sides on it all the way around. And it's got these lights. they got the lights inside it the stand-up light things. So they're right on the ring. So it's putting out heat on that. I worked the first match against uh, Hillbilly, which is um, Big Bully Douglas. First match. Then I come back in the main event. It's me and Tom Burton against Jamie Dundee and um, Doug Gilbert. So I already worked one match. And I'm like, it was like, man, it's hot out there. So then I was in the main event working a tag. So we go like 20 minutes, and it is just – Oh, it's so hot in there. And I'm doing the grunge gimmick, so I got a T-shirt and a flannel over it. So I mean, it makes me even hotter. I'm just dying. And uh, so that hot tag, heat's uh, on Jamie. Hot tag to Doug. We'll come in, boom, boom, boom. He shoots. I see him. He picks up Burton and shoots him in. He's a backdrop. And I was like, I ain't taking no backdrop. He picks me up. Backdrop. I said, hit me with an elbow. I can't. I, I'm blown up. He's like, Badger, I said, no, I can't. He shot me off. And I think I like walked to the ropes. I was so blowed up. And I came back and he hit me with the elbow and I went down. And I dude, I was I I was sucking and went so bad. It I mean the the air feel like you just like cut it. Cause I mean it was so it was it was it was awful, dude. I've never even when I first started, you know, when you first start you get blowed up all the time. What I've never been blown up this bad in my life. And I was doing I was in fairly decent shape. That time I, I hadn't got bowled up in years, and uh, but man, it was just you couldn't breathe the air was so thick from the smoke. And uh, but yeah, so I guess, so then went to the was in the finish, and I had Jamie covered. He come in to break up, and he had on cowboy boots on. Man, he kicked me in my back, stomped me. Oh man, he kicked me so hard. But I was like, man, I couldn't have. There's no way I could have jumped for a backdrop. He might want to take one. Yeah, I was so bowled up, man. I mean, I basically walked the ropes when he shot me off because I was, it was so hot in there. I mean, it was hot, it, it was hot, but it was the air. You couldn't yeah. breathe, you know? I yeah, mean, it was yeah. hot, but like hot as in, you know, it was like the air was so thick. You couldn't get no air in your lungs. Yeah. It was like you were smothered. And I, and when we got to the back and I was, I was just taking my water bottle, 
just pour my face out for my I just and I just I was I was so blowed up and um he come back it was this little trailer and uh it's like an office trailer and um he come back here and he's like he says something he goes uh my brother over didn't want to take no backdrop I said man I said I, I said Doug, I told you I was blowed up I said I would have got you over I said I couldn't even hit the ropes Doug I said I was so blowed up he's like you still could have took a backdrop I'm like dude I couldn't <laughs> even hit the I couldn't hit the ropes I like walked into the rope. That was the worst thing because you couldn't. I just, like I said, well, it was hot, but it was because when I, when I worked the first match, I could tell it was like this air's a little, you know, thick in here, stuffy. And by the first match to the last match, two hours of the national crowd smoking in a tent, you know, I say that Burton drew pretty good. I think there's probably, I say about 150 maybe. That's it crazy. We, we recently went to a concert in Sparta. When I say concert, we went to the fair and my wife, my father in law was playing. And we're watching him, and somebody sat on the little pull-up bleachers down from us and was smoking, and we wanted to die. Like, I can't – I know at one point it probably never bothered me because everywhere did it. You know, my parents used to smoke, and they'd smoke in the car with me, and the windows rolled up. But now that we know what real air (laughs) tastes and smells like, you know what I mean? I mean, I think, you know, I used to watch Shelbyville in the summertime smoking in there, and it would get bad, but that tent – yeah, it just, just Shelbyville would at least have the back door open and a couple of the windows were broke. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it there was they had some kind of ventilation. I mean, it was you know, yeah, there was some airflow in there somehow, but that was a tent with sides on it. Yeah, you know, like banquet tent. And um, and I said by the first match I was in, then I was in the main event. You could tell a big difference. I mean, like I said, it, you, I could tell a bit in the first match it was getting it was bad, but by the time the main event, two hours later. Oh, it, oh, it's saying it, it was, it was, yeah, it was hot, but it was the air. You it, you couldn't breathe. It just smothered you. And yeah. I, 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 I've been in, in situations like that. I've also been in where it's cold in the venue and you get blown up. And then that air almost hurts to breathe in. Right. Hurts your lungs. Yeah. That's so how you get pneumonia. I've been in that. And actually, like a lot of TV stuff. Because those lights are so hot, they'll compensate with the air, and I, I had to get used to that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's um. How do we get on this? How do we get on to anything? I don't. I don't oh, we're know. T- we're talking about how we're we're holding on to tradition, just like the uh, oh, yeah. ballpark. Yeah. Because the match we're about to watch will have people smoking in the crowd. I'm pretty sure of it, and we'll probably oh. have one light above the ring. I definitely smoke. Definitely. <laughs> All right, you want to get to the match then? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so yeah, the, this match is brought to us by Old School Wrestling on YouTube. That's wrestling with a W. That's incorrect, but we talked about that <laughs> last week. Um, the match is Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine. It's listed as Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine, 1983, Mid-Atlantic. We actually did look up the date of the event. It was July 9th, 1983, I believe. We have the card pulled up. We will discuss it later, but we didn't want to see who won, even though with the dog collar match coming up, you know, a month away, if even a month away. No, more than that. Said July. Yeah, when was uh, when was Starcade? Four oh, months. Oh, November. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm thinking Great American <laughs> Bash. The first match. You never know. Yeah, I, I'm pre- I'm thinking Great American Bash. That's where I got confused. Um, okay, but. With that said, I've got the everything set up to triple zeros. Quentin is over there set up. If you're set up at home and you're following along with us, hit play in three, two, one, play. 
You got Piper just standing in the ring. I'm trying to see what the shirt is. It I know, like it's a, a lion. Is it a lion? It's just like airbrushed on a yellow t-shirt. I think it's a lion. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah, whatever it, it's, it's airbrushed. It's some kind of jungle cat. I always, I was really like, because obviously his hot rod shirt was his real big popular one. Yeah. But he had the yeah. one that was uh, like big uh, uh, oh, wow. one ten camera with the with the stick stick flash on it. And I just saw something else that I want to discuss here in a second, but. Uh, he had the white shirt with the panther head on it. Yeah. That was a cool shirt. I remember that one. Um, what about this referee with his That's giant? Sonny Fargo. That's Sonny Fargo. Oh, that's Roughhouse Fargo, huh? All right. But he's got yeah, he's these referee giant ever. blue lapels. Oh, what belt's that? Uh, is that the U.S.? I believe that's the U.S. But in these okay. bright blue pants. Oh, he was styling. He, he did a lot of those. He did a lot of those jumpsuits too. The colored jumpsuits. I always enjoyed the jumpsuits. Uh, Japan did jumpsuits a lot too, from time to time. So Valentine's the champion. He's taking his time. I'm disappointed that we got single color tights, Roddy. I, I like when he would do the uh, plaid, but it looks like he's rocking his plaid boots. I was like, I think the boots are, I think. Yeah, yeah they are. Nice. Yeah, the boots are. Look at Valentine. Looked good back in, didn't he? The brother is. Well, no knee pads, man. He never wore them. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. What? <laughs> he had some big old shoulders, didn't he? Man, so solid. Just Jesus. He's in great shape right then. You know, I'll say this. Facially, he's always looked old. Yeah, he has always looked old. Well. Yep. Oh, there we go. Ref says, come on, let's do it go. They must have had a few matches before this because Piper's just staring a hole. Or they did or if they have a match for this, they've had some kind of build up on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is obviously into the feud. This isn't, you know, just a first cold match. Yeah, because Valentine's hesitant and Piper hasn't just, he's been, well, he's over to him now, but he would just stood there staring at him. Yep. Valentine powders out. Well, good to see some things never change. <laughs> How many people we see smoking out in the crowd? <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen anyone yet. That's kind of... But we do have the, the single light ring. Yeah, sure do. Oh, yeah, they've def definitely been wrestling. Look at Piper's chest. <laughs> they've been working all week <laughs> around the loop. I'm interested to see where this actual match was from when we look at the results. We lock up. Oh, here we go. They already started. Bam. There we Three. go. Look at him. Oh, Piper's got him rocking. He's covering up. He's powdering out. Look at the Probably people. Covering up for look, at the people pop, look at the people popping like crazy already. Probably covering up for a shoot. Yeah. 
Somebody just threw some ice at, at Valentine. Did you see that? I did. And I, I saw, and I'm hoping we get another view, the most brothered out guy walking to the to his seat in the front row. He had a trucker hat, two sizes, two small white T-shirt tucked in. Yeah. Oh, man, he was living it. <laughs> I can't remember the comedian's name, but he looked like this comedian that, like, always wears a trucker hat. He was on SNL for a while. I think he was a writer. <laughs> but it looked just like him. But that dude does it as a gimmick. William Piper, he's fighting. He's breathing. He's intense. Yeah. Look at him. Piper's built like that neighborhood dad who does a lot of push-ups. <laughs> okay. Look at the intensity on his face, man. Yeah, man. He's staring That's at the whole That is good, oh, yeah. Nice forearms. Oh, nice forearms. Piper sell. I can't even how you see selling them. Big punch. Well, Piper powders out. Well, back in. Oh, here he fires up. Bam. Neat. I think so. those shots look wild. You know, they were probably taters. Because, man, they were just like, oh, yeah. Sleep. No, it, it's either miss you or kill you. Some of us, he was just swinging. He he, like, he takes no time to measure, which is part of Piper's yeah. charm and why he was so popular. But man, <laughs> you know there were half live rounds at least. Yeah. Not <laughs> time on the floor selling. I was like, he's gonna start the count. <laughs> Nope, broke it. Piper's wanting to get him in there. I'm still waiting for the smoker. Maybe maybe we won't see one. Maybe I spoke too soon. I haven't seen anyone smoking on this one. I don't know. I think we will hear in a minute. We'll have to see somebody smoking. Maybe this match will be so good at the finish that everyone will just light up. Yeah, that's another, yeah, see what they at, at the end of it going, ooh, that's a good one. Greg Valentine showing a little emotion on his face. Yeah. Looks like he wants to be there. <laughs> I shouldn't bag on Greg Valentine. I love Greg Valentine. Man, his indie appearances, it looks like he'd rather be anywhere else. Yeah. Rep time not to punch. Oh, yeah. He's just throwing them in. Look. Yeah. It's kind of just cover your face and bring it. Yeah. Big knee. Oh. <laughs> Look at Piper. He's shaking his head. Valentine's shaking his head, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big bag off. Yeah. Oh, pop Yeah, fingers. bell flapper. <laughs> Begging off again in the corner. Selling an ear, hey, by the way. Huh? Selling an ear. Yeah. Oh, knee lift. Well, not leave me to the gut. I mean, uh oh. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was. You don't see Buster a lot. No. Dropping the knees to the side, that's good. I never see that. It's either the back or, the, or you know, or, or, or to an arm or something. But it was actually to his side. That was, that was different. 
And everything Valentine does looks so solid, too. Probably because it was, but I know this was. Oh, yeah. That's the family tradition right there. Boom. Yeah, there, there was a snug. Piper's coming back in. Well, now, you know, Avery cuts him off. Goes to the elbow, misses. Oh, poke! Yeah, poke! <laughs> so what was the, the Valentine oh. finish? Like, I know Greg used the figure four in the WWF. Was it always the figure four with him? I think so, maybe. I can't well, because there he's not known as the hammer. Oh, he's in his eye. Oh yeah, he's thumb in the eye too. <laughs> I like that. I like an eye gouge as opposed to just like the little flick. Yeah. The gouge looks so much more vicious. He's selling the crap out of it too. Yeah. But like so I, I thought that it was like I didn't think it was the actual elbow or the forearm smash. I thought it might have been like an elbow drop or something, but I didn't know if it was always the figure four. Because I hadn't seen much of his stuff except for his WWF stuff, and that was figure four. Is he going for the ear, too? He's going for his ear now, ain't he? I love that, though. Like, let's, right back. Well, both, this this will actually play into yeah. the chain match. They're both going for, for the ear. Oh, nice forms. Oh. I think Piper's already taped up. Yeah, I said it looked really white, didn't it? Yeah, no, his ears taped already. It is, ain't it? Sure so is. They, they must have done it's something actually looking. before that, and that was the story of this. It looks, yeah, it looks like there's something. It looks really white. It looks like there's something on there. Yeah, no, he's taped up for sure. Oh, oh, that knee looked good. Yeah, it did. Yeah, this must be further into the storyline. Yeah, he's already got an ear taped up. Yeah, sure does. Let's get a little bit of tape on it. It's not like a big thing, but it's it's he's got the load taped up. Oh, elbow, uh, nice. so good. Up, oh, up. His head disappeared under the apron. Wonder what that means. Couldn't tell if he was. Is he going to post him? Oh, his yeah. ear. Ah. He's gigging his ear. Oh, uh, oh, he's going to gig his ear. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if he's, no, he's wearing tape on his wrist. I was about to say, I wonder if he had it in the tape on his ear. Or if, it, or if he already had it gigged and like, covered it up in the back. You don't want to bleed a lot. It's enough to – Yeah. so if you, you can stop it, then – Get it going again. You can get it going to get pretty good. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if the ear would bleed that much, though. It's cartilage. Yeah, you know, that's why you can <laughs> break your nose and it not bleed because it's cartilage. I don't know. Mine bled pretty good. <laughs> My nose. <laughs> not, not always. And yes, yours did. <laughs> but mine didn't. When I broke my nose, it didn't bleed at all. That's why I didn't go get it checked out. Oh, elbow in the ear. They are telling a great story on the ear. Yeah. And knowing Piper, I bet he starts selling like his equilibrium being off. There's colors. He's got some on his forearm, it looks like. Yep. He, he never got his blade out of his tape. He just cut his wrist. Yeah. 
I got him battling him. Just punch. This has been a brawl. Man, a good brawl. Oh, look, he's covering that. Yeah, this is good. Look, oh, nice shots. They, he's, ma he's making them earn getting to the ear, too. Yeah. He's got to work the body over, and then he get, he'll get, like, one shot in. He's duck. Look at him duck. Oh, rope-a-dope. <laughs> what, what do they call it? No. Yeah, no, that's it. Rope-a-dope. Okay. Oh! Nice. Nice. <laughs> right in the mush. He's firing up. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Just a Just freaking a bulldog and takedown. Just a fight takedown. <laughs> But this is good, man. It, it's like, yeah, not too, you know, little wrestling hole here and there. Boom. Yeah, it's been a brawl, but it's had actually had some psychology to it about the year. And, yeah, I mean, it's been, this has been good. Good fight. Is he on posting? Let's see. So if he gets his, he's, yep. No, is he? I don't think or so. Or he's just holding his head. No, nope, I, 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 I don't think Valentine's gonna gonna give it away yet. Piper's some give him some big ones. Boom. Is he gonna hard way him? <laughs> oh, He missed him on that one. You said, "Oh, he oh, is bleeding." Dude. A little bit, yep. Do you think he hard weighed? I don't know. And I don't think I seen him going down there on after that pole shot. He was bent over, but I said, "Yeah, well, it's really Valentine's good." not wearing any tape, so if he did, he spit it into his hand. Yeah. Which some other guys did. I oh, we're just trading blow for blow now. Uh oh. That was nice. Off this bottom rope punch. Look at Piper. Oh, Piper's elbow bleeding. Or is that just from his? Or is that from. Oh, God. There you go. Just a horror movie choke. <laughs> He's going for that ear. He's going for Valentine's ear. Look at him. Oh, he's biting him. The people are eating it up out there, too. You can see them. Yeah, they are. Valentine, he's powdered out trying to get away. They're getting their Marlboro oh. Reds ready. <laughs> Brings him back in the ring. Well, he grabbed back from Idaho on that one, didn't he? <laughs> oh, Valentine's swinging the air. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I poke. Man, this is good. There's, this is Boom. I feel like this blasted. is two guys reacting, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've been paying attention. I haven't seen their mouth move once. No, they're just, it's just a fight. Big crossbody thing. <laughs> That's what you want to call that. Dive. Dive <laughs> by Piper. Yeah. Who <laughs> pays suicide? Oh, oh you're going to chair. I don't think going to grab that chair. He's got the rope. Oh, he's got the, yeah, he's got the, he's going to be with the rope. He's got the barricade. Because he can hang gum. He'll try to bring the whole thing in the ring. Oh, he did. He got all the way in there with, <laughs> oh, get the boots. Oh, look at him. Oh, God. Oh, he's rope burning him. He was rope burning him. Did you see that? 
Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that in a, a match of you. No, probably because he shoot rope burned him. Yeah, I'm saying that had to hurt or not feel good at least. Man, nice choking. Oh, there goes the ref. Sonny Fargo is being really uh, lean. Oh, he's hanging him. Oh, man, he's got him. Sonny's like, this is fine, but I don't know. Maybe the bell's wrong. I just haven't noticed. Yeah, my half is we got the sound up. That'd be the best if, like, Sonny let him hang him, but then after that bump, he's like, all right, we're done. He bumped him again. Look at they got the oh, Alpha Sosa. Yep. Who's that? Is that Dale Man? I look like Dale Man. <laughs> Whatever it is, they're they're trying to get Piper off. He just smacked him, backhanded that dude. He chopped this guy. They can't get Piper off from him. There comes some more people. Brothers. Hey, is that Rick McCord? I, I think I just saw it. Yeah, look at that foam coming out of his mouth. Yeah, McCord worked in the 83s. time from Atlantic. Man, he is all They can't get him off. He keeps going back, getting on him. It is. That's there Rick McCord. It is, yep. With that flowing blonde hair. Whoever those guys are, they then got him a cord arm. They're carrying Valentine out, looks like. I have no clue who those guys were. But he sewed his piece of K&H oh, strap. Oh, here he comes. Here comes Piper. There comes Piper. Rick McCord is Lee Jeans. <laughs> Lee Jeans and fresh Nikes. Nice polo, looking good. Business cash. Oh, now they're in the back. You can't see what's going on. Are they, I think they're. I think they're back at it again. Yeah, here they come. Oh, they're stripper right now. Dang, I thought they were back at it again. Don't oh, make Sunny oh, go roughhouse on you. Yeah, <laughs> Piper, tell him to get back in the ring. He ain't done. They say, come on back. They stop. I bet the crowd's going nuts. Man, I think it's probably this one you definitely got to watch with the volume on. Just I just crowd. have the volume on, and I can, uh, I can confirm they are going crazy. There's a lady oh, he's, about the to he's tripping. He's tangled up in the rope. Just <laughs> yeah. it was right a lady in the front room. row with a random shirt that just has a big J on it. Just a red shirt with a giant black J. Hmm. Well, they the black. That's it. That was a fight. Ooh, what's going on now? What's your screen showing? Advertisements. Mine says All Star Professional Wrestling. It looks like some seventies. It looks almost like Nick Gillis's uh, intro for his Nashville and Chattanooga TV in the late seventies. Exactly what this looks like. I can't see. What? The, what is this? You said yours was commercial. Mine didn't. Yeah, well, I have mine saved on a playlist to watch the next week. So it just went to whatever was next on the playlist. Man, I don't know what this is. This looks interesting. Yeah, the old, uh, where they had matches and they just like, it's silhouetted out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, my gosh. This is like, okay, well, it looks like there's a VFW on Gallatin now. It's like the wood paneling. 
don't know what this is right here. <laughs> well, you can save that to your watch to your watch later. Yeah, you got that right. Oh, it says All Star Wrestling, All Star Professional Wrestling. Ted Marshall and Tracy Richards versus Chuck Dipsy and Beverly Shade. <laughs> you know, got to watch that. It's got to be a seventy, late seventies, early eighties independent. Yeah, I'll watch that later. <laughs> All right, what do you think about that? That was good. That was a good fight. Now, yeah, that wasn't just a fight. I wouldn't even call it a brawl because a brawl has more wrestling. That was a fight. I remember, there was a knee lift. Uh, I'm not going to count elbows as, as a wrestling move. I, there was a headlock before he punched him, and that's really about it. Yeah. Um, the gut buster gimmick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. But, like, no, it was, it was a fight, and it was awesome. And it made sense because the ear, he kept going for that ear, and then we finally realized it was taped up some. So, yeah. That was really, really, yeah, definitely. That's one of those, um, it needs to be watched with the sound on. Yeah. It, make it, it makes it, you know, the crowd be all into it, make it even better. Wow. I, I was amazed by, I don't know, not not how mobile, I guess maybe how mobile that uh, Valentine was. Really? Yeah, just because you get so used to, like, even in WWF, Valentine was well a bit of mobile, we'll say that. Well, if you, when he first got there and was doing those matches against Tito Santana for the Intercontinental Belt, he could move. But by the time they put him with um, Beefcake, no, he was he's pretty much, yeah. He, he, I said, when did he start? Was it 70? I think it was 1970. It's just 72. I thought it was earlier. No, it was 70. Yeah. Babyface Nelson and Babyface Fargo and Johnny Fargo, Johnny Valentine Jr. So he'd been 13 years. And still wasn't wearing knee pads, so you know, that's um, so. By the time he did get to um, WWF, his body was shot, really. You know, I'm sure it was. <laughs> well, you, so you, you got to think too, like you know, you talked about him tagging with Beefcake. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. I saw him tagging with Honky. Oh, you don't remember the Dream Team? What year was that? Um, I went back and watched the Dream Team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I'm but back. you, you got to remember who, what I grew up on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I just remember him and Honky, actually, you know? I am, too, actually. I, I don't remember any details or anything. But <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, what was what was the date on this match again? Uh, I believe July 9th, 1983. Okay, this... That may have been when it aired, though. You know how that happened. Okay, they, they worked each other on the 9th. Actually, they worship, yeah, so it probably was. This is the old Charlotte Coliseum, but it says on here Valentine beat Piper by disqualification. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, because Piper tried to saw Valentine's head off and then threw the ref down. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, then they they worked on the 10th in Asheville, it looks like it's the same finish, and then on the 11th, they worked at uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, Piper won by this rock. So most likely that looked like a big build and that looked, looked like it would be Charlotte. So what was see. the rest of the card on the ninth or do you have that? I'm pulling it up. Give me one second. Yeah, I'm actually ha- having difficulty finding it myself. I hit the wrong button. Oh, here we go. Well, come on, phone. Well, crap. Like I, after after I'm June, it's, it's going phone. straight to August for me. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to get to pull up here. My phone ain't wanting to cooperate with me. Okay, let me get here. Just give me a minute. My phone is not working for some reason. <laughs> Did you yeah, turn the that... Wi-Fi back on? <laughs> no, I, I'm used to doing it on my 
computer. Okay, here's the ninth. Went to another screen. Son of a crap. Oh, yeah, I look better set on my laptop, but I don't want to, afraid I'll mess up the, the, the feed thing here. So, okay, here goes Charlotte. Okay, here we go. First match, we got Keith Larson and Rick McCord defeated Gene Anderson and Bill Howard. Oh, wow, they beat an Anderson. I'm thinking that Bill Howard might be one of those guys. I know one of the other guys is uh, the second match is Assassin number one defeated Vinny Valentino. He was one of the guys that was helping break apart. He was one of that little afro. Um, you know that, or are you just assuming that? No, that's Vinny Valentine. I know, I know who he looks like. Okay. Yeah, and kind of my, he kind of reminds you of Don Diamond, but not as built. Same hair, but uh, so third match was Jake Roberts defeated Mike Davis uh, of the RPMs fame. Fourth match was Joe LaDuke defeated Dick Slater. Oh, wow, that's an interesting match. I know. That's probably a good brawl. Uh, fifth match was the one we just watched. Oh, gosh, this sixth match. Holy smokes. Ah, it, my fat finger must have hit the thing. Sixth match, Jack and Jerry Briscoe defeated Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. I was really hoping you were just going to say the Briscoe brothers, and I was going to be like, oh, Mark and Jay? Yeah. And then here's, oh, gosh, in the seventh match, main event, Ric Flair defeated Harley Race by disqualification. What a card. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that place had to be sold out, surely. Oh, definitely. I can find the attendance. Sometimes they put the attendance on the, on these. Every now and then they'll have the, what the gate was on it. Uh, give me one second, see if I can find the, usually they'll have it. No, they don't have the attendance for it. Yeah, that's a card, right? That, was, that wasn't even the main event, man. That's insane. I know, it's like good grief. And that's what, you know what, you think about it though. After they seen that, that just knockdown drag out fight, they're fixing to have a high spot. Well, high, for that time period, scientific wrestling match. This next match with the brisk uh, Jack and Jerry against Steamboat and Youngblood. Yeah. It's going to be a total different match, but it's so that was set perfect then. Because, you know, anything about Harley and Flair, it's going to be a mixture, you know? Yeah. We'll have some some punching. It's gonna have a little little brawl wrestling, little you know what I'm saying? So that they put those perfect way they set them up to be able to follow each other. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good that was probably the best technical te- technically saying calling it a brawl style, but it was actually just a knockdown drag out fight. So I was happy on that one. That was good. That was very good. I was, that's that like I said, definitely you want to watch that one with the sound on because those, you can see the people popping and uh, jumping up and down and everything. And uh, I just like to hear it with the, with the crowd. But yeah, they kept going back and forth. And they'd get on each other and they'd cut him off and get, you know, just, it was just good, really good stuff right there. I really like that one. So we got that one down. Where are we going next week for you? We are going on a midnight train to Memphis. What? We are going to Memphis. We're going back to 1978. I found a full match. Lawler race wrong Lawler Bachwinkle yeah okay you can name two champions he faced <laughs> <laughs> who'd he wrestle more than those two well no because I know there's two full versions of those out there uh so you may have already seen this one I have nope. not well, I've never watched them fantastic this is Nick Bachwinkle versus Jerry Lawler from the Mid-South Coliseum August 21st 1978 
This is for the AWA World Heavyweight Championship and a little bonus that you didn't always get when Nick came into the territory. Bobby Heenan's in his corner. Yep. Yep. Um, I did look up a little bit on, on, on this card. Uh, it says Mid-South Coliseum drew 11,000, so I'm assuming that's sellout for the Coliseum. Yeah. Yep. Funny thing about this, wow. and this is probably something I should say next week, but uh, I'll go ahead and do it uh, now. The match, the show after this, make, this makes me wonder about the finish. Uh, drew four thousand six hundred and sixty. <laughs> drew, drew less than half. But what was the, what was the card for the next week though? Too. Uh, the next week would be Terry Sawyer and King Cobra versus Danny Davis and the Bounty Hunter. John Louis and Porkchop Cash. Steve Kyle, Jackie Welch, Wayne Ferris, and George uh, George Weingroff and Bearcat Brown, Jesus, uh, versus Frankie Lane, Mike, it says Mike Boyer. Is it Mike Boyer? Yeah. Or there was a Mike Boyer? Yeah. Okay. Mike Boyer, Eddie Sullivan, Don Bass, and Hans Schroeder. Uh, That's just a hodgepodge, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. So that, that was everybody else in the territory who they wanted on the show. Um, there's a World Junior Heavyweight Championship match between Nelson Royal and Tommy Gilbert. That match, oh, was, probably, that that match was probably very good. Oh, my um, gosh. That match has been good. Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valiant in a Lumberjack match. And uh, Joe LeDuc and Jerry Lawler for the Southern title. And that only drew – wow. Um, well, we we can go ahead and go, go through this real quick. Uh, this is what was on the sellout show. So, obviously, in the main event, we, ha we have Lawler and Bachwinkle with Bobby Heenan for the AWA world title. That's Maine. Mm -hmm. But we'll go back – from the beginning. Opening match, Porkchop Cash, Steve Kyle, Bearcat Brown versus Hans Schroeder, Don Bass, and the Bounty Hunter. Who's the Bounty Hunter? It's one of the Novak brothers. Okay. Um, NWA Women's Tag Champs. Oh, there's a little history there. That Those belts just came back a couple weeks ago. Uh, yep. Beverly Shade and Natasha beat Ann Casey and Sherry Lee. Okay. I don't know one of them. Ann Casey. She worked work for a long time. Any relation to Scott? I don't think so. Okay, then, then I have no idea. Um, Bill Dundee, Dick the Bruiser, Tommy Gilbert, and Wayne Ferris versus Joe LaDuke, Jean-Louis, Jimmy, and Johnny Valiant. That's just an odd pairing there, too. Wow. Um, NWA World Heavyweight Championship match, Nelson Royal versus Jackie Welch. Well, since you know what the match was the week after, Nelson wins. Yeah. Um, That's a good match. Jackie huh? was a good was a good uh, scientific wrestler, Jackie Welch. That'd have been pretty good. Uh, Vern Gagne versus Eddie Sullivan, which is it Eddie Sullivan beefcake? No, no, okay. Eddie Sullivan's old, old timer from the um, Gulf Coast area. Okay, Eddie Sullivan and, and Rip Tyler were. I, I for some reason, I thought like early on when beefcake was you know just kind of getting started. He went by like Eddie Sullivan, like that. Maybe no, it's Eddie. Um, it's Eddie Hogan. Eddie. Oh, so he did Eddie. like the legit brother thing. And he did. He did like. Um, he did a couple different eighties. Yeah, well, I mean, if we're gonna talk about all the gimmicks he did, we'll be here all night. Um, <laughs> Not about that little time period when he was doing the Hogan, Ken the Hogan gimmick. It. Right. One of them was Hogan, and one was I think Balea or, or Boulder, maybe Boulder, Boulder, Boulder. That's what I meant. Ed Boulder. I'm sorry. Uh, Boulder. The, yeah. the semi main well, was for he won wrestling in 78. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, no, that's uh, what he told me, man. He's old timer from well, he wasn't old timer at that time, but and he was a mainstay, um, in Gulf Coast big time. The semi main was for the AWA world tag team titles. Uh, 
Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel versus Frankie Lane and Mike Boyer. And then, of course, uh-huh. the main event was for the AWA World Heavyweight Championship that we will be watching next week. Cool. I, I hate that you knew that, that that whole match was out. That makes me sad. I've never seen it, though. That's good. That, that's good, at least. But man, it makes me sad. Yeah. I thought I had found something you didn't know existed. Well, I know you did, but I never watched it, though. So. Right. We watched some of that, that heart, one of the Harley ones. I remember that was the first time well, I seen while, it. There was, for a while, there was a clipped-up version of the Harley went out for a long time, like a 30-minute clipped-up version. That may have been the one we watched. And then I know in the last 15 years, probably, they've come out with the, the whole the whole gimmick. So Zalo was um, – Paul Sim matches were um, even after Gulas when it was just uh, Jarrett to save money. He would he would even you 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 know get clipped up ones from the Paul uh, Sim even in the late seventies. You know, so yeah, it was um, which I've never seen either one of the full matches, but either one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. That's, to this card was pretty good. This fun week to go down that far. That's yeah, crazy. man. And again, that makes me wonder. You know, that makes me wonder about the finish, right? Did they do something that ticked off the people, or you know, it must have? And was it the what was the date on it? August twenty first, nineteen seventy eight. That's the second show. Oh no, the second show would be the twenty eighth. You haven't got the checks yet. Makes sense. Think about it. We got people, people pissed. They haven't got the checks yet. Last it's fourth week of the month. They ain't got the checks yet. The house is gonna be down. That's all we get. Well, you can't give them a good finish on the that belt match, but, you know, but it just still, even, even with the, they didn't like the finish, even it's the fourth week of the month, money's, money's low. That's still a big drop off 4,000. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what you I was know. thinking. From 11 to four, that's almost 7,000 people, ain't it? Give yeah. or take what, you know, 6,000 and something. That's crazy. <laughs> what, what, what was the, what month was that again? August. I was like, if it's wintertime, maybe have a snowstorm, but <laughs> no, it's not in Memphis. <laughs> the only snow was that night was in Jimmy Valiant's bag. <laughs> there you are, yeah. <laughs> Mercy. It's the 70s, Daddy. man. Everybody was blowing. You blow, getting, was doing blow. <laughs> yeah. I watched, uh, spe- speaking of, I don't know why this, this job, I think it's because you're talking about Jimmy. I watched a, a really good on YouTube, a three hour Lawler shoot. And I'd never watched a Jerry Lawler shoot before, but it was, I liked it. They didn't get crazy with any of the questions they asked them either. Imagine that. But how did Lawler and, and Steve Austin get passes? That's what all I want to know. <laughs> you got a good point. <laughs> I mean, I mean, especially two, now. Two vastly different things, but still. Well, yeah, yeah, they, y'all, yeah, they were people. Um, um, there's two different things because they're both bad. One's right. a lot better than the other one, but they're both bad. And but they get and nowadays where people are getting called out on stuff, even from past, theirs just gets overlooked. And I just don't understand that. But anyway, um, oh, before I forget, did you watch the Kevin Jones match? Please say you did. I still haven't. I really haven't. Oh my gosh, dude, what are you waiting to watch it? It's a sad gum, man. It's so funny. Hold on. I am writing it down right now. You see the pen. <laughs> and done. It will be watched at some point tomorrow. And I'll re- re-watch yeah. it before we do the podcast so we can talk about it. Because it seems like you really yeah. want to talk about it. So <laughs> It's so funny, man. But, uh, and if, if you haven't, if I else hasn't watched it, you can go to WF's YouTube page. WMF Medium Rare on YouTube. Yep. Check it out. Um, 
So earlier, did, earlier when we was talking before we on started recording, you said you were going to ask me something about a, a, a Yang guy. Okay, yeah. So uh, we were talking about to see if there's any any news that's broken wrestling. And while wrestling has been really cool, uh, nothing's been as big as the last time that we, we we had to cover something modern. However, something did go out on the internet today from former presidential candidate Andrew Yang. He tweeted, had a call with the Department of Labor. If you are a current or former WWE performer uh, who feels you are misclassified as an independent contractor, contact and he links whoever it is, and let's get you what Vince owes you. Been a long time coming, but this storyline storyline is real. Um, and then after that, he tweeted, all you have to do is Bo leave, and then tweeted, early returns are positive. Hmm. So this, I mean, this has been something that's long been... I guess, ballied back and forth, right? Are they independent contractors or are they employees? How should they be, you know, registered? Yeah. I find well, it funny that McMahon has been getting away with this for so long personally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, he's paid a lot of people in the right places. Had to. to. Okay. So we're, so I, I'm assuming we're in agreement on this, that they're employees. Okay. I, I was an independent contractor once. I think you were too, wasn't you? Yep. You was. Heard Yep. Okay. I know the state of Tennessee, some of the laws that I had, and I looked at and everything, um, you know, like I said, I was doing a courier thing, so it's, I'm sure some of the stuff's a little different, but I was classified as an independent contractor, and some of the stuff they got to go by, there's no way you can, those can, you can be considered an independent contractor. It's, it's just it's crazy, you know? Yeah. Well, like, when I did my courier thing, at any point, anybody could run that route for me. Yeah. You know, I could contract it out. I could pay them less. I'm getting paid for the route no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in essence, the way we did it is we had somebody else who did it cover us, and we would let them know, hey, pay this person instead. But I could do that at any point. I'm an independent contractor. Yeah. So by that, they should be able to cancel any other bookings or go work wherever, right? Yeah. You know, the WWE guys should be able to take independent bookings if that's the case, if they're independent contractors. Yeah, because see, actually, I worked for two different companies, and I was independent contracted out to places called Express Courier, and um, the other place was, uh, what's it called, Ace? I think it was called Ace, I think, and it was two different courier companies. I do a morning shift, and I do it at, at um, Express, and then I do a afternoon shift a route for Ace, yeah, because so, I was independent contractor. I wasn't, right. you know, it, it, so yeah, it's um, I, I've never really understood it how he's gotten away. But it's all about money. He has paid people off. I mean, it's I mean, all is to it to keep it like it is. Um, do I think they need to be employees? Yeah, by the rules they have to go by. You know, definitely. The how can you make people do drug tests if they're still drug testing? Legit. How do you make a independent contractor? You know, well, it's, it's, it's a drug test. How do you? The only thing I'll say, well, two things that I'll say that they that they do as far as taking care of their talent really well is if they get hurt in the ring, they cover it. Apparently, oh, that's, yeah. what they, that's what that's what they always. Do. Big time lawsuit there. That's only really good to cover their butt uh, for you know, so they won't be sued. That's why they do that. And, and then they have the the wellness. You know, if you've ever worked for them, they'll put you through rehab type thing. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, but if you think about the millions of dollars these guys and girls and made for Vince. 
Yeah, no, it, it doesn't, it's not an excuse for them not to have, you know, insurance. Yeah. You know, if you're making them, they can only work for you, they need to be employees. Yep. They need 401ks, they need health insurance, 401ks. Um, you know, it, it's just amazing how it's, this day and time, it's still, it's still that. It just don't, I just don't see how, the, how it's gotten by, you know, like I said, this way for so long. And I've, I've seen the argument out there that, oh, that's going to hurt other companies and independent companies. No, it's not because mm-hmm. I'm not signed to a contract to any of those independent companies. If I call in and say I'm not going to be there, I mean, it might personally be held against me. They may not call me back to fulfill that job, but it's not going to hurt my wrestling status. No. You know what I mean? What's and then the, the other companies like, ROH guys can still take any bookings. MLW guys can still take any bookings. Impact guys, NWA guys, AEW guys. It's a big company, a billion-dollar company. A multi-billion-dollar company. Think about that. You know, you got like, um, okay, you work for Apple. You're an employee. You can't go work, do side jobs for Microsoft. Right. Okay. But you're employed through Apple. You get benefits and everything. You work for New York, WWE. You can't work for nobody else, but you don't get. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it it's the reason why you work for a company. You know, you work you work that company. Get your benefit. You can't go nowhere else. You, you know, because you're an employee there. It, it just it don't make sense. It it just don't. You know. So and they've paid so good to the years. Nobody's really. You know, you've had people here and there. You know, a little I mean, stuff here and there, they but. Yeah, I mean, there, there have been more guys who weren't being used a lot. I mean, I mean, you have a few through the years, but as long as I, you know, say the last 20 years where, you know, you think about the last 20 years, there hadn't been, you'd figure there'd be more the way, just business-wise, just the way your thing is, you know, in the real world, business-wise, last 20 years, you figure a lot more people would be raising more stink about it, but they just don't, you know, not enough. So I think it's going to take, Somebody like this Yang guy that's out of it. It's not doesn't have any uh, anything in it, you know. And, and, and I, I, I agree with that too because it's always been like a group of the boys, and yeah. it'll just get shut up. But you've got this guy who has this platform, and has been exactly. talking about that this since specifically this since before the election. Yeah. So I, I you know I don't I don't want to keep up with it, but I hope something does because I mean you, there's a lot of money coming to that company. I mean, a lot of those guys make good money, but you have no insurance. And, no and a third of that money is going to the government. Yeah, you got to pay your own taxes. Yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Yeah, you know, it, it just, it just, I don't know. It, it's it's so old system that needs to be done away with. And, when, and here's another thing. I, it really shocked me when they went public, traded. It stayed the way it did. Yeah. That's why. I, I, I agree. Still, that, that's what I can't believe is it didn't, you know. I figured that'd been one of the first things that happened when they went, you know, that happened that they would change it, but I don't know. Um, well, you know, even if they, if you got your money dropped, if say you do get paid as much, but you got healthcare retirement, you know, and, and just having them do your taxes, you know, taking your taxes out for it, that's a big headache you got to worry about, you know? Yeah. And keeping up with your expenses to do off on your taxes. Well, yeah, well, and yeah. then you still keep up with what you pay for because they're still they're not going to start paying for the costuming and stuff. They're still going to no. always have to pay for that. 
but you can still write that stuff off and get even more back. You know what I mean? Or, oh, even let, you know what I mean? Like right, right now they're writing that stuff off to try to break even or pay in yeah. as little as possible. Yeah. Then they'll be able to write it off and it'll actually go against what they paid it. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll have to have paid in less. Yeah. It won't, it won't count as much as it does with, when you're an independent contractor. The truth is, most likely it's not going to matter. I mean, unless you're just getting new gear every week, you know? Dude, some of those WrestleMania gears alone. You think, well, it depends on who you are. <laughs> I, mean, you know? <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. But like a lot of those people on WrestleMania, you know, they spend a thousand or more on their gear. Well, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Yeah, right, who, who knows what Charlotte paid when she had Rick's robe cut into that robe? Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about stuff like that. But oh, dude, majority I'm, just the regular. Not if you didn't have your, you know, the, you know, just the regular. If you just had regular gear and stuff, it wouldn't be enough to. Yeah, but that's the thing. Nobody has regular gear anymore. Like a, a kid just uh, that I help train. Just that that rock. It's a someone rockware company or rockaware company or something like that. But uh, they make all that, like like the Bray Wyatt gear and stuff like that. You know, the like really detailed stuff. Mm-hmm. He got a jacket, long tights, knee pads. I think that's it. Thirteen hundred bucks. Wow, <laughs> bro! I'm so glad I wear a singlet with a couple letters on it and a lightning bolt on the butt. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Unless you're making big time money, you don't need that stuff. That's crazy. Uh, I tend to agree, but hey, he likes high quality things, so that's good on him. Uh, but I mean, but regardless, like, so the gear can get super high, yeah, especially for like that level, you know what I mean? So they don't have people making their gear at the thing no more. It's, it's not, not everyone uses that person, you know what I mean? Um, and actually, I believe the original gear person is one of the AEW gear people, but didn't they have like a, a lady that did like just like not yeah, that, really? That, that's what I'm saying, okay? Yeah, because they, they, they have two gear people at AEW who are at their shows. One's the lady who used to be with WWF, and they, okay. they've got a couple others. And the the other, uh, his name is Clint. He's from Georgia, and he makes okay. really good stuff. But Clint, like, yeah, I forgot, I, yeah, yeah, I forgot what he used to wrestle as. I forgot what his. I think RM. No, 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 no. Rick's down at AEW with us. Um, you mean no, I mean NWA with us? Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, I'm, I'm gonna edit that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brother, I got some. I got some news. Um, no. I already been holding out on what is it? Yeah, but no, no. Rick, Rick Michaels does the gear. At, okay, uh, I knew he was somebody, but yeah. But I know I used to say that lady up there would make stuff. You know, if it wasn't, you know, the, the yeah. African American lady. Yeah, she's with AEW now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She she always did like Sean's and Takers, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I think she did Brett's. I mean, Brett was K and H for a long time, but. Yeah, like when Brett started getting a little more flashy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, there's no way KNH did those paint drop tights that Brett had. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I know there's that one. No exactly way. What I was gonna say he switched with those because those KNH didn't do that. So yeah, yeah. I mean I, KNH did some of his you know stuff with like the black flames going down the side of the paint tights and stuff like that. It's like that was pretty intricate for KNH, but yeah. when I when I saw those paint drops, I'm like, there's no way. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was too um, much work right there. There's no way. Yeah. What do Steve Austin used to just get plain black trunks all those years? Do what? 
I wonder who Steve Austin used just to get plain black trunks all those years. Probably that lady because I mean that's easy to make. Yeah, can you just whip a pair up for me once a month? Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, think about it. She can make them at night of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's um. I, I, I like that going from Andrew Yang with us talking about people who make gear. But regardless, though, I, I, so we are in agreement that it's it's about time. I don't know if anything will come of it. But I think this is the best shot of it ever happening. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is definitely the best shot they ever had. So I don't know, but that's yeah. kind of like the in the modern news right now because I can't think of anything else that. Well, NXT. Really NXT did their new. I, I watch NXT maybe once every two months. They did the new NXT 2.0 Tuesday. Man, it reminds me. Somebody went back. You remember like 90, 91-ish? Neon colors were really popular. You know, fluorescent orange and pink and green, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if rent was like 92-ish, they had the WF logo above the entrance with the, the rainbow color, like the, yep. you know what I'm saying? And everything was all really light and, you know, and it was all, like I said, the neon fluorescent colors. That's what this reminds me of. Have you seen the logo? Oh, yeah, I have. It just it reminds me, and it's it's just all bright white and all these colors. It reminds me of of uh, just the the clothing and stuff from the nine early nineties. Uh, you know, uh, it's real bright fluorescent neon colors. It, it's like thirty years. It, it looks like it, it would be thirty years ago. You know, and it just it I don't I don't I don't know. It's got white ropes now. The the room they're in it, I mean, it's completely lit up. It's like, it's crazy. It's weird. So, so it looks like a studio. I don't know where they're at. I don't know if, I don't know where they're at, but I mean, you know, with studio audiences, they usually completely light them. So, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like the yeah my, but it's brighter than any studio I ever seen. It is lit up like a Christmas tree in there, man. It's lit up. It is so bright. Um, and just all, and then all those colors white ropes and it just makes it easy. I don't know what they were going for but I'll have to give it a look is it no I said I'll have to give it a look oh I said it's a popular look and I was like I don't know <laughs> it, just, it, it just seemed I don't know I just remember the the early 90s you know just those bright colors on everything you know remember I don't know if you remember TM, that there was those hyper hypo shirts whatever that would change colors yes vaguely I do remember them yeah it just, it just really, everything just bright and it, it just, I don't know. It just, it don't look, it looks, it just looks like something from the early 90s, man. It just, not wrestling wise, but it's wrestling, but like I said, then around 92, 3 ish, they did get a, their logo was colored over the entrance there for a while. So it, it just reminds me that they had that idea and I was like, well, let's go, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> I didn't hold on anybody on the show anyway, so. Yeah, they let go of everybody you know. It's like just people I never heard. Of. A lot of them never heard of. But um, oh, oh, if you're ever in um, Owensboro, Kentucky, I highly recommend the Texas Roadhouse. Man, it was so good. We stopped there on the way up. I recommend it Texas was, Roadhouse anywhere. That's my favorite steak place. This one up here in Bowling Green, the new one. We went to it a few weeks back. Yeah, it's a little shaky, but this I one mean, was me, real. You just remind me. Me and the wife are about to have to need a date night. AKA, oh. I need a steak night. <laughs> get you a big old steak. I don't be going to get no tube steak now. <laughs> I have what I want. It's my diet. 
I was like, you gonna know something? Else? I was like, you gonna know something? <laughs> hey, steak's a steak, man. That's it, man. Protein. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, uh, yeah, we've already, we plugged Monty's uh, WF page. Go check that out. Uh, go check out Scott Till, CrowbarPress.com. Uh, if you see, go. If you see Chris Michaels at a show, grab a book. Go to his Facebook page. I'll be doing just that this weekend. So, yeah, get get a uh, indestructible, the Chris Michaels story. Yep, and uh, yeah, pick up his your, book. Your, um, your Facebook page, my UWA Facebook page, Luthes, yeah. 1976. Six. Yeah, go check that out. I posted, um, but I think now because I post, I, I was going to start posting up all the contract, the uh, the applications for the the to run the towns. But it's like 90-something towns. I was like, I ain't going to put – I might put a few here and there up. But um, I was like, ah, it's kind of boring. So you're you're trying to up. post every day, right? I was, but I don't, know, I don't know if I'm going to post every day or not. Well, just keep, that stuff, keep that stuff up, and it's content to do down the road. I can't think of anything interesting to post. Hey, here's this where they tried to run whatever town. Yeah, I probably what I'm going to do is – well, I've been, I've been – all right, last past week I've been – two weeks I've did uh, – posted whatever week that week, the card for that – that Tuesday night, and then I've been posting the Goulas card for Wednesday night to compare them, you know, because they were in opposition. I've been doing that. Uh, I've been doing that once a week. So I'm going to keep that, and I might, like I said, in this every now and then throw in a – because there were some oddball towns that uh, they had – was going to run that just – there's a they, uh, town, what was that, Willette up in Macon County. It's on the Macon County, Jackson County line. I think there's maybe 30 people living in that town. Hmm. So if they were they, they were going to try to run it. They had a license to run. They even had their license to run it. So, but so stuff like well, I buy that. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, ugh, man, that pizza's killing me. Um, you know, I buy town, oddball towns like that. I'll probably post, you know, about it and stuff. But yeah, go check it out. Um, anything else? Oh, um, go check out your match on uh, NWA. Yeah, three-way match. Yeah, yeah. Spike TV, NWA Power. Um, and uh, if you feel obliged, pick up a shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Jeremiah Plunkett. And I haven't even talked to you about this, but uh, we'll, we'll talk in the next couple of days. I might have an idea about getting uh, getting a store specifically for the for the podcast. And some of those oh, desi- cool. designs we've been having fun shooting back and forth to each other, we can make into a real thing. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. So look out look look out for that coming hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Um, anybody else we need to plug? I think we hit them on. I'm going to feel terrible if we miss somebody, but I believe yeah. we hit them on. Yeah, so I try not to write stuff down anymore. Just try to go off the top of my head. But um, I don't think it's, I don't think, I think we got everybody, our usual, usual suspects. <laughs> Are you anywhere this weekend? Uh, this weekend I will be in, and as, as far as this weekend, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, September 18th, I will be in Lexington, Tennessee at the Henderson County Fair. Uh, and then September 22nd, I'll be in Fayetteville, Tennessee at the Lincoln County Fair. It's fair season, folks. Um, and then September 25th, I will be in Morrison, Tennessee for Tennessee All Pro Wrestling. Uh, yeah, and then just a couple of dates in October, and then I go on the honeymoon five months later. <laughs> hey, five months make it, you know, you, you know, hey, it make it even better. You had to wait, you know? We, we did a two, little two-day getaway after the wedding, but th- this is the real honeymoon. We're doing five days in Disney and then three days in Daytona Beach. 
So we needed those five months to pay for this. They <laughs> <laughs> had to pay for the had to pay for a wedding. Yeah, you wanted to recuperate from that and then save up for the yeah. So yeah, it's that makes that makes sense right there on that. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, what did you say we were going next week? Going to Memphis. Memphis, train to Memphis. <laughs> yeah. So next week we'll be in Memphis, watching some good old seventies Memphis wrestling. So uh, you got anything else to add? I'm good. Uh, if you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett, Quentin Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening and God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.